It can be accepted that religion over the centuries has gathered a bad reputation for itself in many quarters as being responsible for many wars and often full of corruption. However, it is not the texts themselves that are corrupt, but man who has corrupted them and used them for his own gain. What is it that drives leaders of religions to insist on many occasions with force that their religious beliefs are the better ones and therefore should be imposed on others? This seems particularly inopposite when, for example, it is considered that of three of the main religions, Judaism, Christianity and Islam, they all derive from Abraham. Whilst the religious systems may be corrupted, it is not the texts of any mainstream religion that make it corrupt, but the so-called teachers and interpreters of today and yesteryear who are to blame. It is essential to glean from these texts an individual understanding of the message that they offer. Indeed, it would be beneficial for the individual to read a variety or as many texts as possible in order to get to some one truth or original source and to see the glaring similarities between the texts. In this way, to read a number of the spiritual texts of a variety of cultures and compare the testimony of each would serve to supplement, strengthen and to throw further light upon the content of the others. Whilst we will look at the mainstream texts, it's not primarily to these Bibles such as the Tanakh, the Bible in Judaism, the New Testament or the Quran that I intend to explore in this chapter. Instead, I will focus on what might be particularly gleaned from derivative texts and spiritual books which contain profound esoteric matter. The benefit of these texts is that they have been less tampered with than some of the mainstream texts and in some instances been hidden for many hundreds of years. It is my belief that these spiritual texts also bear witness to and provide evidence of a specific spiritual experience. On this point, there is again evidence of a glaring overlap within cultures which, having been established well into the BCE era, should realistically have had no communication whatsoever with each other. It is clear that if this significant overlap and unifying element has not been previously overlooked, it certainly has not been embraced. This is unfortunate since I feel that the identification of such could and should provide a basis upon which a cessation of conflict between religious thoughts should begin. What emerges from these esoteric texts is a common focus on three main elements, those of seeking truth, gaining knowledge and achieving wisdom. Added to these is a profound sense of contemplation, introspection and meditation and what particularly fascinated me initially was the constant similar references across cultures and in all cases to an association with light. Consistently, light is associated by context with the idea of unity and communication with the divine, which manifests itself in a particularly physical experience. This chapter will take a focused and unconventional view of religions and will present a preponderant amount of evidence from the scriptures across the globe which provides evidence of this experience and its association with light. The forerunners of these religions and spiritual thought themselves had such enlightening experiences, but on these messiahs, prophets and transformational figures I will elaborate in chapter 6 when I discuss the experience itself.